lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Day Show. Greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. I am Steve Dace. He's Totters and he's Aaron McIntyre. You may have noticed I didn't say live and on demand, and that's because today we are not live. We may still be alive, but no one, no man knows the day or the hour, right? We may still be alive, but that's not guaranteed. Sufficient are the worries for today. However, should we still be alive, the next time you will see or hear from us live will be Monday. Uh, This show was taped yesterday, hence we're all wearing the exact same clothes that we did on yesterday's show. But as you guys know, because I've been warning you here for the last week or so on the program, the fourth quarter will be one of um, some upheaval around here, the good kind, right? So uh, the Blaze has decided to go ahead and reinvest in this program another few years. For some reason. For some reason. uh, We're as shocked as anybody uh, with that decision. Tremendous. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Jim. Phenomenal. Um, gosh, I remember listening to Jim Rome every day back in the day. We're in, in my Walkman doing the mailroom runs, laughing out loud. People are in, in a quiet office building like, what are you laughing at? When you were 21, oh, 22 yeah. years old, nothing was funnier than right. Romy. He was great. Although he lost me when he did the whole Chris Everett thing. Did he? I, he lost me when I turned like 30. I just oh, You just kept rolling? Yeah, it just wasn't funny anymore. It was just time to move on. But, man, when I was 21, 22, 23, I couldn't get enough. Anyway, um, I've been warning you guys, some upheaval is coming. The the Blaze has shockingly decided to invest in this program for another three years. And the first step in that investment will be, or reinvestment, will be a brand new studio that is on the way as we speak. So uh, today is when they begin prepping everything. Today, as in Wednesday, Thursday and Friday and Saturday is when they install everything. Sunday, we will come in and test everything out. Now, I was going to be gone this weekend anyway. I'm going to Orlando Thursday and Friday to speak at the national convention for the Convention of States. So I'll be there anyway. Uh, But then we decided, you know what? Perfect timing to do the studio upgrade. I already had these two days off. So they will be here tirelessly working beginning tomorrow. And I don't think, have you seen any specs of what's coming at all, Todd? Do you know? I saw a rendering or something, but it was a while ago, and I don't know if that was the final. Because Aaron and I are very excited about uh, what is coming. Uh, We think it's going to look very cool. It'll look, it'll still be very much us, but it's going to look a lot different, man. A lot different. And hopefully it'll look and sound better. Aaron, you want to add anything from a technical I standpoint? I hope that, I, I think by Monday, my molting should be over uh, from the, the burn that I got the other day. So that's, I'm I'm as excited about that as I am Aaron about is, anything is, else. Aaron is, Harvey Dent is afraid to show you the other side of his face yes. right now, right? Or you are, are, are you just making an avant-garde profile statement by only speaking, not yes. looking at the audience, only showing half your that's, face? That's what I'm doing. You got to lean into it, man. The dude code. It's clear on this. Give the audience a tease. What can they look forward to on Monday when they tune in? Okay, so for the live show and our video on demand audience, as you said, the revamped studio is going to be really cool. Um, so just to go into the weeds a little bit here, when we first set up the studio, all of the lighting that you see here 
It's actually on the floor and lifted up on poles and things like that. Three of the major lights have already gone out uh, and have for a while. And so our light sources right now, mine, your main one over there, it's just like a blast of of outdoors light and it's very harsh. Um, we're going to be getting some new lighting equipment in. A few weeks ago, engineers came and uh, set up a lighting grid, which you can't see and probably will never see. That'll be able to get some good hair lights, uh, which will make all of the difference in the world. It'll look a lot like, if you remember when we were down at the Blaze, it'll look a lot like that. So that's a major thing that you can expect. Brand new set. We also have a new graphics package that's coming out uh, that will roll out on Monday as well. A new intro for the show that's really, really well done, really short and punchy and pithy. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, have seen that, right, Todd? Yes. The new intro. Oh, yeah. See that? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I have. Yeah. All right. And then finally, for the podcast audience, something that I'm really excited about because I, I don't know, I, I like doing this. Going to be getting different bumpers every single day. Not that that's a huge deal, but it kind of changes things up and kind of sets the mood for the program as well. I've been working on that uh, all week as well. So a lot of different changes. Uh, I think it's going to look and sound a lot cooler, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. We're all very excited. Yeah. I mean, if there's anything that the Blaze does well, it is this stuff. If you've ever visited the facility down there, as the three of us have, uh, if you, you know, see Glenn's, you know, multitude of sets and everything, I mean, they do visuals extremely yep. well. So we're all very, very excited and we're uh, very excited for all of you to get to see it as well on Monday. And then as I've been warning you, there are maybe going to be some random locations where I might uh, be on uh, location somewhere, either for the election or for the nefarious movie which I was informed on Monday is 95% completed. That's what I was informed on Monday. So uh, we are already beginning to get some, uh, you know, some inquiries from the distribution standpoint. So it's just going to be between this and the election and nefarious. It's just going to be kind of a topsy-turvy fall. So we're going to do our best to maintain and continue to bring you the same standard of mediocrity that you have grown accustomed to and annoyed by. To the best we can during these circumstances as we finish out the year it's better so. than hillary and that's the only standard that matters we've learned right just 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 really, be better than the absolute worst there is there, this really is unprecedented times for our program yes. Bing. Bing. thank you i got oh, to say yeah. it for once okay. yeah Dang, i got, I got it to fast. say it for once yes. all right before we tell you about what is coming on today's show uh let me tell you about our friends over at bonner private wines how much of this Bing. will you be consuming <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How much of this are you going to be consuming over the next five days, as do you think? As much as is given. Yeah, me. yes, yes. To whom much is given, yes. much is consumed. That's not how that verse goes, <laughs> right? No? Okay. Uh, 9,000 feet are these, of altitude, are where they're Malbec grapes. Some of the best in the world are grown deep in the Andes Mountains in South America by families that have been running these vineyards for literally centuries, or generations, I should say. And if you want to try some of the best red wines on planet Earth, imported foreign wines, we offer them to you half off the wine and half off the shipping. But there's a new special deal, too. You get a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. So now this deal applies to four bottles instead of three. Half off the wine, half off the shipping. When you go to BonnerPrivateWines.com, slash steve that's bonner b-o-n-n-e-r bonnerprivatewines.com slash steve 
So since we had to record today's show, we had to do it during the window that Daniel Horowitz is deep uh, at, you know, at work in his own uh, stuff. So no weekly profit of woe and lamentation this week. We apologize for that. We know. We know if there's anything you need more of in these dark days, it is extra woe and lamentation, particularly of Daniel's unique speci- speciality variety. However, we won't have Daniel this week. So this, this week, a full, complete hour of buy, sell, or hold is coming your way next hour. At the bottom of this hour, I have talked in the, you know, recently about what's happened to Michigan and what's happened to the right in Michigan. And I've, I told you we could do a whole show on this. But there's a story that came out on Monday that will really drive home the point I'm trying to make to you. And it breaks my heart what's going on. Uh, a state that I'm fond of has a dear place in my heart. I grew up there. It's my former home state. Um, I have a lot of friends and family members, people I care about there. I graduated from school there. All my favorite teams are from there, right? So it's personal to me on top of the fact that on a principled level, we'd love to get rid of Wichmer and her coven, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a lot, easy, a lot easier said than done, even in this environment. And with what I will share with you at the bottom of the hour, will I think maybe more explicitly drive point the home I've been hinting at here over the last week or so. But before we get to all of that, instead of Aaron's rundown while we were away, It's presented this time by my oldest daughter, Anastasia. The abortion fight is far from over. Abortion Access Front, originally in 2015 named Lady Parts Justice, describes themselves as a reproductive rights joint that uses humor and outrage to fight back online and on the ground against enemies of reproductive freedom, i.e. we're everywhere. Part USO, part Habitat for Humanity, AAF is the only nonprofit that travels the country doing comedy and providing aid and comfort to independent clinics in hostile states. Clinics and activists know when they ask AAF for help, hashtag we show up with our voices, our love, our laughs, and most likely wine, dot, 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 lots of wine. Here's a little bit of an example. We all remember this outstanding video i'll let you You sure gotta climb a lot of steps to get to this capitol building here in washington well i wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is i'm just a bill yes i'm only a bill and i'm sitting here on capitol hill well it's a long long journey to the capital city it's a long long wait while i'm sitting in committee but i know i'll be a law someday iconic right now here's an example of aaf's hilarious comedy sorry ma'am I have to get another cashier to sell you Plan B. Why? Because Plan B causes abortion, and I don't have to sell it to you because abortion goes against my religious beliefs. Wait, it's not an abortion, and double wait, a cashier can deny me birth control? You are correct, ma'am. That is actually the law, and I don't like it. Listen up, Mr. Cashier. I'm just a pill, a kind of birth control pill, no matter what they say on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a wrong, wrong story they keep telling about me. A strong, strong lie. Well, all I do is block pregnancy. I wish they'd listen what scientists say. So at the end of the day, you can chill, 
drop some facts, tell the world I'm a pill. Wasn't that just comedy at its finest? Now, after doing research about the abortion access front, then it led me down the rabbit hole of Shout Your Abortion, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of, but for the people who have not heard of it, Shout Your Abortion is normalizing abortion and elevating safe paths to access, regardless of legality. SYA makes resources, campaigns, and media intended to arm existing activists, create new ones, and foster collective participation in abortion access all over the country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, eliminating federal protection for abortion rights and setting the stage for abortion to be banned in half of the United States. Now, here's a little bit of artwork that they decided to do just to really tell us how they stand on the whole abortion issue. You know, because t-shirts and rioting and all that kind of stuff isn't enough. On the Supreme Court building, they projected heart abortion pills forever heart. So this next picture of what you're going to see, or again, if you're listening at home, is a group of women from the Shout Your Abortion organization taking the first abortion pill, Mifeprestone. Now, they're advocating that it's safe, there's no side effects, nothing goes wrong, everything's great. Now, whether you're pregnant or not, there are a list of side effects. In fact, if you just Google mifeprestone side effects, a lot come up. Now, in no particular order, the side effects are weakness, vomiting, viral infection, vaginitis, vaginal discharge, uterine cramping, uterine bleeding, tired feeling, stomach pain, sinusitis, rigors, pelvic pain, nausea, leg pain, insomnia, indigestion, headache, fatigue, fainting, dizziness, diarrhea, decreased hemoglobin, back pain, anxiety, anemia. Now, a lot of you may be wondering, yes, we get it, abortion, abortion, abortion. However, though, these people haven't stopped and they're not planning on stopping. Just streamed a month ago was a six-part series on Operation Save Abortion. That's what led me to Shout Your Abortion. They were on there. That's what led me to Abortion Access Front, considering they were the ones who run it. And that is what led me to thank God for abortion. Now, thank God for abortion's mission is to eliminate the criminalizing stigma around abortion, one t-shirt, one installation, one party, one rally, one conversation, one soul at a time. We are occupying a light and apology-free space in a conversation that even in the left is fraught with guilt and secrecy. We are committed to a repossessing of our own narratives and pull it back from the dominant extreme right-wing sin perspective, which continues to justify legislating the torture and death of abortion-seeking people. We are broadening the spectrum of this conversation by inhabiting a joyful and authentic place in regards to our own experience with abortion. We hope to inspire others to do the same. We know access to reproductive services are a basic and normal human right. Here's a mother wearing the Thank God for Abortion t-shirt in her Instagram story where she said, quote, dropped my kids at school today wearing at thanks God for abortion. I'll say it again in the land of the free. Now, if you are listening, the t-shirt is basically a white dove and people lifting their hands, almost as if they're praising God, but we both know what they're praising. Now, Shout Your Abortion posts multiple stories a day from actual women who have gotten actual abortions. Here's a few, I'll read them for you. Quote, I had multiple abortions and don't regret them. Another one being, quote, I did not want to be a mother and the thought of becoming one filled me with incredible sadness. The last one being, quote, I never look back on my abortion with regret, only with gratitude that I was able to have my abortion. I would not be alive without it. Abortion Access Front only streamed their Operation Save Abortion only a month ago. They are not giving up the fight. We should not give up the fight either. The fight 
for life is far from over. So that report is from my oldest, Anastasia. Let's get some reaction from you guys. Todd, I'll start with you. Just remember, everybody, safe, legal, and rare, and a tough decision between a woman and her doctor. So many phrases, uh, along with the ones we, we've talked about, uh, about the uh, uh, rape, incest, and health of mother. Oldie but goodie. Still, still run out, and amazingly, conservatives haven't figured out how to deal with that one either. I don't. The lie has always been the point on this. This is exactly the most, and in that we should have some level of gratitude, the most honest version of what abortion is, is what now they are telling us. What a lot of people fell for, and I remember having conversations with fellow Catholic parishioners that, the tough choices, the things that, I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was everywhere because th- the other side uh, manipulated us, played on our emotions, play, played us like an instrument, quite frankly. And, um, and then it ended up smashing it like Belushi uh, against the wall. No more music. Now there's just noise, but the noise is the most honest thing. This is chaos. This is evil. This is uh, wicked. And that's why the hour is so late. Because we, we aren't left with any slippery slope. There's, there's no slipping. There's no slide. This is, this is the bottom. It's the, it's the absolute bottom. When they are telling us honestly who they are, what they believe, and who they're doing it for, and who they're doing against, which is God. And then the end game is what we do. If we let the lions out of its cage, we win. Whether we win this side of uh, heaven or not, I'm not entirely sure, but we win. The win is secures. If we won't do nothing, if we will do, if we will do nothing, in the face of knowing full well. Again, it, it, it is Romans 1 carried all the way out. You are without excuse. Now we are without excuse. It was never about any of those things I let off with. It was never about slavery. They hate God. They hate babies. They hate themselves. The spirit of the devil is in them. So what are you prepared to do? Aaron, I think the part of that video that stood out to me was when Anna was reading the section on this uh, organization's website about removing the stigma and shame. And particularly the part that said even, I think even on the left or even in pro-choice circles, there's still the stigma and shame. Now, why would that be? You, you believe that this is just a medical procedure, like a tonsillectomy. Or like uh, having your appendix removed. 
why would this why would this cause great shame or any shame for that matter this is what we talked about all the time because because at the end of the day these are still people made in the image of god and they know deep down what they are doing they're throwing their baby into the fire for the altar or at the altar of of the person in the reflection convenience that's all this has ever been yep it is idolatry of the highest order it is idolatry of the highest order of the self that's why it's always that's why it's always been a tough a tough decision for many women until the conscience is just so seared that there's no coming back from that. That's why it's always been a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Because it is an altar to the It's an idol of the self. But at the same time, when you, when you practice that idolatry, you are going against the very way that you were created and wired by your creator. And so, yes, there's always going to be guilt and shame. There are those, there are those, not to belabor the point, there are those who are so far gone that th- th- this really is just like a tonsillectomy. I remember, remember, was it earlier this year or last year at some point when that pro-abort in Michigan, live on the TV, took an, uh, took, took an abortifacient? Last year, yeah. That's what <clears throat> I'm talking about. Maybe it about was there. earlier this year. Now, I think it was around the time the Roe was being adjudicated. Yeah. So I, I have a thought on this and I want to get you guys' take. And it connects back to the conversation that we had yesterday about bros. That my theory as to the failure of that film, despite the fact it's a manifestation of the most powerful force in political lobbying and corporate lobbying in America today, is, and I should have, well, there's another factor government wasn't compelling you to go to the movies to see it like it does most of the other content of this variety. You know what I'm saying? And so now it's just straight up market forces. How much of a market is there for this? And it turns out there's not much of a market for actually watching the behavior itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not the packaging of it. Not, hey, the gay guy in the show is always the wittiest, wisest character. No, you're going to actually watch two hairy dudes hit on each other and bang each other. Turns out Eddie Murphy was right about that 35, 40 years ago on, you know, in stand-up. There isn't that much of an audience for it, Norton, and there turns out there's not much of an audience for it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that maybe the same thing applies here in a different context. There has been no bigger canard, disguise, camouflage mask in our culture if you're a baby boomer or a Gen Xer and maybe even into the millennials than Roe v. Wade. Much of the abortion argument, much of the baby killing argument in America was really an argument about Roe v. Wade. Well, Roe v. Wade, is, is Roe v. Wade settled law? Is Roe v. Wade good law? Is it a law? Is it constitutional? Will it be overturned? Can Republicans appoint justices that can get it done? 
at times it's almost as if it was just rarely brought up. Hey, you know that that little girl in the womb there? She's a baby. You know that, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it, the, Roe v. Wade sucked all the oxygen out of the room most of the time that this conversation was had. Are you familiar with Bill Burr, the comedian? I am, yeah. He made your point. Really? In a Bill Burr kind of way. Sure. And he closed the show. He says, I'm going to do something now that everybody loves. I'm going to talk about abortion. Huge crowd. He did it at Red Rocks. Yeah. And he starts out, I've always been pretty much pro-abortion. Uh, he's, not, he's, he's not a pro-life. He's, he said, you know, it's like, you do what you want, your body, your choice. I, I want to be left alone. You want to be left alone. But we all know we're killing a baby, right? And we all know that. Like, it's not... All your excuses, it's like you said, if I, if I put a, you say it's just, just, it's not the baby yet. Right. If I put bake, if I uh, put cake batter in a bowl, put it in the oven, is it, am, am I baking a cake? Right. I, and he's just, the crowd is just like, doesn't know what to do. But Bill, I, I wanted you to know that because lest anybody post, oh, this is just, evangelical elitist no yeah. every it's uh romans one yes you are without excuse yes you are without excuse as aaron pointed out yes well thank you i did not know he did that but with roe v wade toppled we're just having an abortion conversation now as as anastasia points out in this video this has been around for years i <laughs> i have done i have not done more shows and written more columns and done more speaking engagements. I've got I've got another pro-life speaking engagement at the end of this month at the National Lutherans for Life Conference, all right? I've not done more speaking and writing and broadcasting on any topic more than the life issue in my career. I am, my life is a living commercial for the pro-life cause. I, until I saw Anna's video when she finished it, a few days ago, I, I had no idea that any of this existed. Like when she was on here a few months ago telling us about the abortion doulas, I'd never heard of any of that before. Like I, I was completely unaware as someone that has written, talked, posted, advocated as much for the life issue as almost anyone in, in American media probably has in the last 10 years. I was unaware of the existence of this level of subculture this level of affirmative advocacy not i bought the lie i then deployed the lie to commit an even worse crime of murder and i don't want to admit that i did that so i'll hold on to the lie that's that's how we see most abortion advocacy right mm. we this is you know rah rah go team stuff this is the stuff of uh, booster clubs and uh, NL nil donors and marketing contracts and brand uh, deals. This is abortion as a brand, as an identity. I had no idea this stuff existed. I'm guessing most of you had no idea it existed either. But now, with the band aid of Roe v. Wade ripped off, with the canard crushed. The Philistine pantheon didn't disappear when Samson collapsed the temple to their fish demon Dagon into the dirt. But it absolutely exposed that, hey, just so you guys all know, I know that you know and you know that I know. 
you're worshiping a false demon God that does not actually exist. I've taken your temple. I have plunged your totem. I've plunged your relic face down into the dirt. Your fish demon drowns in the sand. Carry on with the lie if you would like. But I think we've established here that this is, this is a lie. And now you are without excuse. And I think that is what the removal of Roe v. Wade has done, is we are now actually having an abortion conversation. Both sides are. And I think there's a lot more people, Aaron, that are pro-choice than pro-abortion. Like a lot more people were pro-gay marriage, maybe not necessarily pro-homosexuality. Yes, and I've noticed this as well, and I've also noticed that we've actually already won the argument. It's just a matter of of penetrating strongholds and getting people to move in in places uh, like like uh, red states, uh, because you noticed a couple of weeks ago, New York Times, and I think the Washington Post had the same kind of story out. Well, I don't know if you can detect a heartbeat around 15 weeks or not. You know what that is? We're debating when life begins. Yes. That's our issue. Yep. That's They're playing on our turf. Amen now. to that. Amen to that. All right. What's the problem with Michigan? I'm going to give you an Exhibit A in a moment. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network. So that the world may know, this is Steve Dace. All right, back here on the Steve Dace Show, taped edition. We are off today, actually. You're getting an original but not live show. The remodel upgrade of our new studio begins today. So we're out while the studio crew is in. We taped this for you on a Tuesday. We're completely out Thursday and Friday. And we'll see you again uh, from our new digs on Monday. Looking forward to it. Uh, This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at My Patriot Supply. Make sure... When Let's Go Brandon hits the food supply, because, you know, tumors, they have a tendency to metastasize. Make sure your house has the peace of mind to know that you are prepared with our friends at My Patriot Supply. Right now, get their three-month emergency food kit. That's breakfast, lunch, dinner, even snacks and drinks. The full complement of the 2,000-plus calories a day that you need. Get it today for 20% off and free shipping when you go to my landing page at preparewithdace.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping. When you go to preparewithdace.com, stays good for over 20 years with proper storage, gets delivered discreetly if you don't want to be outed as a prepper, preparewithdace.com. All right, so let's talk about Michigan. On uh, Tuesday's show, we had Rich Barris, the People's Pundit, on. We were going through uh, the data of my proven pollster polling average and comparing it with what his polling and analysis shows. And you'll notice that these were all very much within the margin for error or the, or, or it was these battleground states were all tilting red in this environment, except for one, where the incumbent Democrat had a still fairly non insignificant lead. And that state was Michigan. Having grown up there, spending a lot of time in the state, having and still having a lot of friends and family member, people like members, people I care about that are 
living there. That's where it's where my favorite teams are from. This is kind of personal to me. I did a speaking engagement uh, at Hillsdale earlier this year. Uh, I joined the board of a group called Stand Up Michigan because you guys know that's what I need is more things to do, right? What I need is more things to belong to, more things to be a part of. My my dance cards just empty every day, right? Okay. Um, with all due respect, if you're doing stand-up uh, Montana, I'm sure you guys are great. I don't have time. I don't have time for stand-up Michigan, to be brutally honest with you. I don't. But when it's personal to you, you kind of make the time. Yeah. Right? I love the state. What's gone on in this state over the last 10 to 15 years has been a case study in why I say things like, the only party that hates us more than the Democrats are the Republicans. Republicans would rather lose to Democrats than lose control to, of the party to people like us. It's what prompts people like Shannon Joy to come to unibrow conclusions and that this must be scripted. It's a duopoly. Michigan has been a state that the Republican Party has just wrecked. During the initial Tea Party, I could do a whole show on this, but I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. And why am I doing it today? Because something just happened in the state that reinforces the problems there, and I want to highlight it. During the initial Tea Party ascent, the Romney people that ran the state of Michigan's GOP did everything they possibly could to maintain control of it. They went scorched earth nuclear on their own base to stop them from getting control of the party. Out of this effort came their gubernatorial candidate, Rick Snyder, who ended up getting elected. There was a great split within the right uh, in Michigan. Some that were more from the old guard, conservative, you know, um, Amway, Grand Plaza, DeVos family in Grand Rapids, where I grew up. I mean, I took my prom and homecoming dates to the Amway Grand Plaza. That's the that's kind of the 801 Grand for those of you that live here in Des Moines like we do. Okay, mm-hmm. It's the 801 Grand of, of Grand Rapids, but nicer. Okay, um, And I mean, the DeVos family is a tremendous Christian family. They've been philanthropists. They've had fun. I mean, I can't even tell you how much good they have done. They were one of the key early uh, grassroots funders of the Reagan revolution. They really, as a family, were on the cutting edge of the initial conservative insurgency in the Reagan revolution into the GOP. They they were vitally important in helping to fund that. Uh, They were, I think, original owners, might even still be owners of of the Orlando Magic, for example, I believe. In the end people that kind of came out of that wing of the conservative grassroots decided we, st- we still need to have a Republican governor. So they didn't like what happened. They didn't support it. But they thought in the end, we still got to be unified and beat the Democrats. Another wing was so personally betrayed and stung that they did not go along. And this would now be kind of what you would call, even though this happened about a decade before anybody took Donald Trump seriously, they'd be the MAGA wing now. Fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Snyder ends up getting elected. If he had been a good governor, this all would have gone away 
most of it. There have been some personal feelings, but in the end, people have been like, I like a good economy. I like a safe state. You know, I can get over stuff. Can you help me with this? If I need help, others probably need it. A more national level, who would you compare Snyder to? So we know exactly what was accepted and then failed. Mike DeWine. Okay. Okay. That helps. Mike DeWine, but at least Mike DeWine signed serious pro-life legislation, okay? In fact, here, John Kasich. How's that? That was such a Daniel. Like, it's worse. It's Mike DeWine. It's worse. Yeah. How about John Kasich? Okay. All right. No, that helps. All right. Not, but not as, not as likable in front of a camera. A less, the Mitt Romney, the Mitt Romney of John Kasich. How's that for you? We got to Ryan, we got Romney, we got Kasich. Or the John Kasich of Mitt Romney. Are you, has it hurt enough to ask that? Are you regretting asking that question yet? (laughs) (laughs) See the David French. I told you, yes. Of Mike DeWine's. Yes. I I, I told you this one's a little personal to me. Is this side of my face, Bruce? Aaron, only this side now, please. This is, this one's a little personal to me. I love this state. Okay. That's bad. Yes. It's bad. It's bad. Yes, Dana, it is. Um, Snyder was a terrible governor. And of course, the the final salvo was the Flint water crisis and everything else. And that, that all swept, mass, massively swept Democrats, rad, very radical ones. The lesbian attorney general, Gretchen Whitmer, a very radical left-wing government into the state. And that's now, if you're in the betrayed wing that didn't get on board, and then he's a poop governor, does that affirm your instincts or make you rethink, you know, maybe that unity thing would have been good. No, you're like, yeah, that's who I thought these people were the whole time. I'm not surprised they screwed us and and, and made it even worse because they screwed us to get power. So I'm not surprised they screwed us when they got it, right? That's your whole career in radio. In, in, In a way, yeah. And this has lingered now for several cycles and many years, many years. So into this steps a woman named Tudor Dixon. I don't know her at all, never met her, don't know anything about her that I just haven't read on social media. I do know she's not some establishment hack just because she comes out of that. Um, what's it like? Um, that real TV or something. That's kind of a small, it's not as big as us, but it's similar to the blaze an alternative media platform. Gina Loudon, who I used to be on her show quite a bit. Um, these are big Trump people that are all a part of this. Very MAGA, very Trump people. She was on this network. Okay. And, I don't know the particular. She somehow got labeled by some of the MAGA factions as not really MAGA. She gets endorsed by the patriarch of the DeVos family, and then Trump endorses her. And so this seems like, you know, Trump and DeVos are trying to reunite the clans here on the right, trying to reunite, trying to unite the, the, the rural Michigan, Upper Peninsula Michigan MAGA people with the West Michigan where I grew up, traditional Kent and Ottawa County Christian conservative groups. And so the, these two patriarchs of these two movements, Trump of the MAGA people and DeVos of the Christian conservative right in West Michigan, come together, bestow upon Tudor Dixon, this is, you know, our daughter in whom we are well pleased. And, 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 she, and she ended up winning a fairly resounding primary victory but there is still this very lingering element that has been betrayed so many times that not even the word of Trump, and those are some of the people I went and spoke to in Hillsdale, for example, earlier this year, not even the word of Trump's going to do it. They need to hear it from her. She's got the candidate. The candidate has to do the heavy lifting, has to make the proof here. No, no proxies, right? And so far, she has not run the most inspiring campaign to put any of your concerns at ease. Now, when we talked about this earlier this week with Brad Smith of Michigan Right to Life, 
He was a very strong proponent of Tudor. And by the way, if you have not given to that and you are willing to, they're trying to make Michigan the abortion capital of, of middle America, basically. You can just kill any baby you want, anytime, any way you want. That's on the ballot in November. So I'd urge you to help Brad donate to that. We donated to it. I'd urge you to do that, okay? But Brad Brad really strongly advocated for Tudor. You, you may have heard me say in response to him on Monday, though, that she's the one that's got to make that pitch, right? Mm-hmm. And she is. Here's the issue you have. That'll... If you think my characterization of events is not accurate and is blown out of proportion, this is from Monday, just a couple days ago. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. She went right, not from Lansing, where the state capital is, not Detroit, where her base is. She went, Gretchen Witchmer went to Grand Rapids to do this, where the Christian conservative base is where she's the weakest in the state. This is a this is a ballsy move. Dateline, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Monday, my old hometown. Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer touted the support of more than 150 Republicans for her re-election campaign Monday, including several former GOP law... We're not talking, guys. Who the hell knows what a, you know... A, a, Who's the Anna? What's her face? That's on the View. I never heard that woman's name in my no, life. Until, yeah, until she got on the View. Did you know what the hell Anna Navarro was? No. Until she got on the View, never heard of her. Uh, GOP consultant. Who the hell is she consulting? Okay. No, we're not. This is not. We're not doing Anna Navarro types here. Listen to this. Several former GOP lawmakers and staff and appointees of ex-Republican governors John Engler and Rick Snyder. Among those Republicans listed as Whitmer supporters were Bill Parfit, CEO and chairman of the Northwood Group, Jim Haveman, former state health director under Engler and Snyder, former GOP strategist and Michigan Chamber of Commerce lawyer Bob LeBrant, former Michigan Republican Party executive director Jeffrey Timmer, former state senators Mel Larson and Tori Roca, former state representatives Doug Hart and Mike Pumford, and Louise Alderson, former legislative director under Engler. High-ranking officials in the last two Republican administrations in the state. People that oversaw the agenda. People that ran the mansion. That ran the message. Out there endorsing Gretchen Wichmer. This was just Monday. So no, if anything, the story I have told you of what happened to Michigan is not an exaggeration. I've undersold it. I've left out details because we don't have a whole show to spend on a topic like this. If you want Tudor Dixon to win and you are within the sound of my voice, I'm going to give you some help. I'm going to give you some free strategy advice. And since you get what you pay for, that's probably about what it's worth. You need to turn this to your advantage. This is your opportunity to show that portion of your base that should be voting for you that is yet to show up. This is your opportunity to to prove yourself. You should be owning this. Hell yeah, these rhinos are gone. 
hell yeah, my nomination has these rhinos endorsing Witchmer and her coven. Because they know I mean business. They know we're going after the groomers. We're going to shut down the baby killing mills. We're not going to have 8% literacy in Detroit anymore. Hell yeah. These, these fake Republicans that allowed this poop to go on all these years, that allowed a being like Gretchen Witchmer to ascend to the governor's mansion in Lansing in the first place because bad Republicans always lead to terrible Democrats that are even worse, you bet your ass they're leaving the party. Because they've been Democrats this whole time in Republican clothing anyway. That's why people just decided to go ahead and vote for the real thing when Witchmer showed up. So you bet your ass I mean business. You bet your ass they want no part of supporting my candidacy. Who knows better what I represent than they do? You bet we're a threat to them. We're a threat to the swamp. And they just told you that. Don't listen to me. Listen to them. The people that have been screwing you over all these years, screwing this state over all these years, just told you. Game recognize game. Real recognize real. They should officially be on Team Witchmer, and they are. I'm your Huckleberry. This is a moment to prove yourself, to rebrand yourself, reboot your campaign with about five weeks to go in an environment that is very favorable for you to still win this. But on the path you are on, Miss, uh, you know, Miss Dixon, you will not. You guys have any thoughts? I'm just amazed at how stupid voters consistently are. What what they are willing to believe. This is Gretchen Whitmer, who was as bad on COVID as anybody, who's an out-and-out baby-killing fiend, and who would have no problem on any issue talking about the Republicans are the party of, you know, whatever, white... Uh, supremacy, oppression, all of the spins. Yet, she'll go there to your heartland, Steve, Mm -hmm. and stand next to a bunch of Republicans and spin that side of the thing, not knowing that amongst the citizenry, not caring, she knows, she doesn't care, amongst the citizenry that actually could do 2 plus 2 equals 4, her political career would be over for playing you like a fool like that but she's playing and she's playing hard i mean she's she's playing devil went down to georgia charlie daniels on the fiddle hard because she's so used to getting away with it she's playing you for chumps how can these republicans be simultaneously the devil we have to overcome and the people you stand by how steve because demons play both sides of the street flabbergasting This is actually an excellent opportunity for Tudor Dixon. If she knows what time it is and takes advantage of it. We shall see. Hour two is next. You're listening to Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.
Lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Day Show. Back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. My bad, we're not live. I keep forgetting that. Don't let me forget that. I already admitted to you we aren't live. We're taped. New studio being installed as we speak. Well, as you watch or listen, because we spoke all this yesterday, but it's being installed. I'm, you know what? Nothing I'm totally, is true. I'm out of time. Everything's <laughs> false. We, we are live to tape. That's, that's what we are today. Oh, the, years and years ago, man, one of the coolest ideas I ever had in Sports Talk Radio, we went three years in a row when Iowa and Iowa State did not make the NSA tournament. And March can be pretty lonely around here when that happens, right? And so I created this entire program of of where we we went back like it was 1986 when both Iowa and Iowa State were in the NSA tournament. And I went and looked, I went and got, you know, for our sports updates, I went and like looked up spring training scores from March of 86 and we read them in our sports updates, heading into break. Okay, um, I we did the whole show like it was '86. Bumper music was from '86. I talked like it was the '80s. Made references to things happening in the spring of '86. Okay, we brought guests on. You know, I brought on Michigan and Iowa State were in the same regional, and so I got uh, Bill Frieder, the old Michigan coach, to come on and pretend like it was 1986. Um, I mean, I got uh, Al Lorenzen from the Iowa basketball team to come on, like it was when he played back then and he acted like it was 1986 and I asked him about the rumors uh, that his coach was going to leave uh, George Raveling for USC and if that was a distraction. I mean, we had a ton of fun and played the whole thing up, right? We bring Johnny Oron, the great old Iowa State coach and Michigan basketball coach, and trying to get Johnny to stay in character like it was 86. Oh, no, coach. I mean, he he was just weaving a path, a, a labyrinth through time, speaking simultaneously like this is happening now, and it happened 30 years ago. <laughs> and I, I'm, I can't keep up, and I'm confused. He can't he can't remember if we're still in the present or in the past. <laughs> I did not know. I either. just did that to myself. All right, let's try that again. Okay, we're taped today because they're upgrading the studio, like I told you last hour. So we did this show yesterday, but you're watching it today. It is a new show. It is not a live show. There, I should have just said that. Fair? Next. Okay. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email the program. You can like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter, Getter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can also find me over on Rumble to get clips of the show that are free of any censorship and free to watch at rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. And then, of course, you can find me over on Truth Social over on uh, at Real Steve Dace. Although with the Elon Musk news, and the financial problems they're having over there at Truth Social, you got to wonder what the long-term outlook is for that alternative platform, right? I, I, I don't even. Aaron and I were talking. No, I'm going to get caught in the caught in the time warp. That we were talking, but about even I don't know what this means going forward because if he does what people are demanding. Things are going to change. Things are going to be different. But, and and that's a good thing yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. But also, I don't, what, this is, how does that change it? I can't, I'm, I'm not sure I have the answers. It needs to be changed, but I'm not sure what the whole, are we certain it's going to be, it's necessary, but is it going to be, are that, are the glory days behind no matter what? To some degree. That's, I guess that's yeah, the way to, I'm to, to some degree because, we're, as you like to say, we are post-argument. Yes. 
but what's going to happen is our side is going to continue to show up for the argument. And it'll be fascinating to see, just like we talked last hour, that the removal of Roe v. Wade is now bringing this subculture of death cult to the surface now. Because we're not, just, we're not debating Roe v. Wade anymore. We're literally debating abortion in and of itself, right? And the, the same thing applies here. In there is absolutely value in there being a debate happening that one side shows up for and is willing to have, and the other refuses to do it. Because they no longer can hide behind. That's racist. That's misinformation. That's fake. That's false. That should be that should be canceled. That should be censored. If we're not going to do that anymore, then the same public that looked at bros and said, listen, man, I don't know that. It, I mean, I like, I like looking at naked girls on the internet, so I'm probably not the person to be judging whether someone else should get married to another dude or not. Is now like, yeah, I really don't want to watch two dudes ass bang, but thanks. I really don't want to watch that. But I mean, you do you, man. But yeah, I don't, I'm not really into that, but thanks. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. now the, now the, now the, the the talking point's gone. The canard is gone. We're just going to do and debate the thing. We're not going to we're not we're not going around in an orbit now. We've landed we've landed the plane. We're just going to do the and debate the thing. Same thing here with Twitter. Okay, fine. You you can, you can just ignore all the data that you're now going to get exposed to on what's been going on, but that speaks every bit as much of a volume as your actual answer to it would be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, who who tries to censor an argument they think they're going to win? Who's like, you know, we're playing the Republican the- Party. <laughs> nice. we're, we're playing the worst team in the league. I hope the game is canceled. No one thinks that. This is how we know the lie is the point. Yes. No one wants to censor an argument they think they're going to win. You try to censor arguments you're not sure you can or you know you can't. So there's, a, there's going to be value in the argument being, ha, being occurring yet again, even if the other side of the argument never shows up. Because you'll know it. You'll exactly know, what the argument that, is. That's exactly right. You know, and it'll prompt the, all what people. What do you say? I'm not trying to win an argument. I'm trying, trying to, start to start one. one. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yes. There, if, if they thought they could win arguments, they wouldn't have done political correctness followed by censorship and cancel culture mm-hmm. for 30 years. They know they can't. This is done to avoid having those things. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at Patriot Mobile. It is hard these days to not do business with people who hate you, which is why when the opportunity presents itself, take full advantage of that with our friends over at Patriot Mobile right now with your mobile phone. Make the switch today. Got a nice note yesterday from someone who said, we finally made the switch. We're saving money, enjoying it. Uh, If you want to make the switch to Patriot Mobile, first of all, if you're a veteran or first responder, let them know. When you go to make the switch, you'll get bigger savings as a way of saying thank you for your service. For the rest of us, chances are you'll get the same network coverage you got from all the big boys because everybody uses the same towers these days. But now you're going to support a company that supports you and your values. When you go to PatriotMobile.com slash Steve, they'll give you a free activation if you go there with the offer code Steve. PatriotMobile.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Let's get to buy, sell, or Lindsay. Here's how it works. Aaron, with some help, well, a lot of help, from his friends, you in the audience, proposes to you and I, Todd, 
a series of statements, predictions, lists, prophecies, etc. You and I will decide, are we going to buy that? Are we going to sell that? Maybe even have a legit reason why. Once per episode, we are permitted to say, I got to put a Lindsay on that one. I, I can't give you an answer. But if it's for any reason other than that is so lame, even I am too smart to have to answer that. Then according to the do code, you have punked out and you will hold Lindsay or brother, he will hold you. You ready to go? Yes. Let's go. We will begin with Christian nationalist pony soldier who says <laughs> Planned Parenthood will switch to gender transitions in states that ban abortion as their main money-making sacrifice to the spirit of the age. Bye. Bye. That's yep. actually pretty brilliant. Hadn't even thought of that. Because you know why? Because I don't want to think of things like that. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that Christian nationalist pony soldier is thinking of it for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... This is one of the reasons why when we're done here and I'm done for the day, I just listen to college football podcasts and sports betting podcasts because if I didn't, mm-hmm. I'd be thinking of stuff like this in my free time. Sure. And that's what, that's how I go crazy and insane, right? Yeah. So that is brilliant and I hate you for thinking of it. Right, so bye. Next, we go to Nicole Mitchell, who says Aaron's sunburn from being at the game was the cutest, and all of us moms were thinking of all the remedies to send him. I could see that. Yeah. What, you, how did your wife react? I mean, she, she just, she just, she could not stop laughing. She just mocked you and laughed because it's just on one side of my face. Yes. She just uh, kept looking at me and laughing at me. I'm not buying anything that requires me to identify thank Aaron you, as cute. Thank you. Thank you. Correct answer. You know, I'm, I am I am ashamed. I am. <laughs> yeah. Losing That's, the fastball over there, old man. I, I, I'll be holding Lindsay tonight. Chris B says, by record, the NFC East is the best division right now. They'll be in the bottom half, though, by the end of the year. Uh yeah, so. um, I'll I'll buy. Tell me what div- tell me what division would be worse. Wait, I thought the, they're going to be in the bottom half. Yeah, that that it, it looks good now, but by the end of the year, it'll be revealed to be you know on the bottoms menu that uh, Lindsey Graham wa- uh, reads. Well, who isn't that? Isn't that what it means, Aaron? Yep. That it's good now, yep. but it's really not. And by the end of the year, that'll the be cool's gold. Yeah, I totally buy that. So. Commanders, Eagles, like the Giants, Giants. the the Giants, which three and one team are most likely to finish uh, six and 11? The Giants. Yeah. 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 But I know for that, for that, I I can see them coming back to the mean a little bit, but who, who is, who's the sleeping tiger? Who, who, which, which conferences are so underperforming? Let's look at this a different way. AFC West. That's going to be a top half. Yeah. Everybody's two and two Um, or in the NFC West. Everybody's two and two. Uh, so AFC West, everybody, that's going to be a top half of the NFL team. Mm-hmm. NFC North, yet top half probably. Yeah. Um, NFC South, who knows? AFC South. Well, you have the Buccaneers, knows? you have Tom Brady in that division, so probably a top tier team. Who, yeah, but who else in that division? You just need streams? one. Yeah. Tell me who would be the one, tell me the team that would be a top half of the NFC or NFL team out of the NFC East. I don't believe there is one. No. So I, I'm a complete buy on this. In fact, I don't even know what other division I'd even consider to apply this to. Total buy. So but, this is, you're saying it's top of eight divisions right yeah. now, and it has to go as Bottom far as half. fifth. Yep. I, I I'm no, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Next up, Gina P. You've says, got more confidence in the fighting Daniel Joneses and uh, Carson Wentz's than I do. No, I just think there's the parody is just 
I, I just don't see anybody so underperforming right now that th that much is going to change. Now, okay. I don't know. What's the difference? I should, this is relative. What's the difference between the number of victories at number one and number eight right now? I don't know, but I think it's, I, you know, many people are pissed that we have spent 10 minutes debating okay. this. Look at me. You normally that's you. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh Gina P says George is the best Beatle. I sell. I guess I'd want to know why. Yeah. I'm actually doing something. You'll like this. Oh I know enough of the Beatles, but I've 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 I'm I'm in all my driving time that I have to do mm -hmm. now with uh, soccer and stuff like that. I'm listening to all the albums chronologically mm -hmm. and listen to their development over time. So I'm I just got so done. like from Rubber Soul to Sergeant Peppers and all that stuff. Well, no, from but from the very beginning, yeah. which was what Please Please Me, yeah. and now I yeah, the seventh one is Revolver, which I just got yeah. done listening to. So I'm I'm just listening to it over time, and so I guess I'd want to know why why they say this about because all those personalities were fleshed out differently over time. Who sang more when? Yeah. Who, so I don't know what the argument is. M McCartney. Um, it was one half of the greatest songwriting duo of all time. He singularly wrote and, saw, and sung the song that is the most played song in the history of FM radio yesterday. And he played left-handed bass. Come on, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Next, Cornhusker Mafia says, Mike Leach should be the next head coach at Nebraska. That would be a kind of a gimmick. I would love that hire. I'm not sure... Nebraska has the balls for it, but it's a. Here's the thing: if you're going to hire Mike, Mike, if you're going to hire Mike, you have got to be in a very red state like Nebraska is, or in a pretty rural, remote part of a blue state like Washington State was on the Palouse, because the dude is going to say stuff that if you're in a if you're in an I can't even market media market. Pearls will be clutched, and Mike will give zero Fs. Zero. So, to me, Nebraska qualifies for something like that. So I could see it. I just don't know if Nebraska has the stones to make that hire, but I think it'd be a great hire. I love the guy. Good coach. Borderline Hall of Famer, frankly. I mean, who the hell has yeah. tremendous records at Texas Tech and Washington State yeah. ever? Right? I think... I think he's too mercurial for what Nebraska needs right now. But I agree with everything you said about him. Next up, Window Shopping says the outrage over Trump winning in 2016 wasn't political. It was actually because they expected Hillary to be in position to help orchestrate the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know yeah, if I could so, go for that far back. Yeah. but It's because of Hillary Generally, but not for that specific reason. But in general, if if you had not if you had not said the COVID nineteen pandemic, but in general, their great reset agenda, I probably would have bought that, right? I probably would have bought that. But I think this is maybe too specific, so I'm going to sell. Next up, not the Blaze CEO says all sports programming <laughs> outside of an actual game is just gossip. Mostly, I think I'd buy that. I don't know about all, because a lot of it now is predictive modeling. And that's not gossip. That's forecasting. So I'm going to sell. I do think if you listen, if you're watching the stuff that ESPN puts on 
all day before live events, then yeah. If that's your idea of sports media, then I agree with you, okay? And I think for a lot of people, frankly, it is because they're the mothership, right? I consume none of that stuff. Like, I, I couldn't tell you, like, what S- Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman are debating, and I don't even know if Max Kellerman's still on the show. I don't, I don't care. I don't watch any of that stuff. I can't stand any of that stuff. It's all contrived, virtue signaling, race baiting. I don't care. Um, but, I mean, a lot of the sports media content that I consume in my spare time isn't about any of that drama stuff. It's really about the games, who's going to recruit the best players, sign the best free agents, trade, make the best trades, have the best drafts, and win the games, right? Now, but if your perception of sports media, and a lot of people's is, is ESPN, then I completely see or I can completely see why you came to this conclusion. I think you might have chosen the wrong term with gossip, but I'm going to buy that won't surprise you because generally I agree that, and Steve is right to make the distinction he makes, but even there, if you had chosen a different word, it is just, it, Steve and I grew up with the NFL today. What a great show. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even mind some of the gossipiness, the stat, all of it, but everything is it. It's it's just been turned into an idol. Whether it's the gossipy stuff, whether it's the stats and the analysis, whether it's the gambling, it it's just become an entire devotional. And as I've said before, most men, as, to quote the great prophet Aragorn, you cannot wield it. They, they, it just, it's turned men into 13-year-old boys perpetually. And th- we, we need more. That's my great frustration with it. Before we continue on, a word about our friends over at Omega XL. Make sure if you're struggling with that lingering soreness, achiness, stiffness, Etc. That's probably too much inflammation in those joints. Check out an all-natural anti-inflammatory like Omega XL available today. I use it every day. And I can tell you about the three decades of clinical research that went into this product and everything else. But the best thing I can tell you is I use it every day. And it has been a long time since Todd and Aaron have heard me come in here and complain about post-workout soreness ever since. It is a fantastic product. I have used it the last few years on a daily basis. I take it with me wherever I go, which is why I'd recommend you put it to the test for you. All right, check it out right now. Buy one, get one free at omegaxl.com slash Steve. Buy one, get one free at omegaxl.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 800-844-4888. We move on now to Ryan, who says there will be no November election. There will be an emergency or threat that they will use to keep it from happening while using Russia as the scapegoat. Well, I'll, I'll buy as loosely as possible because, you know, I've been predicting for a while now that there's some effort is going to be made to, if even if it's held to, to delegitimize it by interfering uh, with uh, counts in certain uh, places so it's it won't be about adding numbers to the count but it'll make the chaos around the count such that we can't possibly get a fair number an accurate number yeah i don't i don't see any reason to put the brakes on now once we get closer once we get within a week of this or something like that maybe the tea leaves will be able to read accurately but generally 
speaking, why would you not uh, say that this is well within what they might try to do? I, I will sell, and I think we should root for stuff like this. This is a reoccurring theme here on the show today. Clarity is our friend. Forcing the crazy out is to our benefit. Right? I mean, there's a reason Jesus says, hey, watch out for wolves. They've got sharp fangs. Is that what he says? I think we already knew how to watch out. Uh, wolves yeah. were bad, right? right? Is that what he says? No. Uh, watch out for a wolf in sheep's clothing. Little Red Riding Hood would know what to do if a wolf knocked on the door. If the wolf knocked on her door with frothing at the mouth, fangs, and sharp claws, and said, let me in, would she be like, hey, you know, coffee's warm. No, man, she'd... Slam the door shut and go look for grandma's Glock. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's why he shows up dressed like grandma. I mean, that, that's, there's, a, we want this level of create. I mean, if they did something like this with the polling this bad, I don't believe we are, we are owed the benefit of that level of clarity. And the best that we could hope for here in our Romans one world we live in is to have a red tsunami of people who either hate us, um, disagree with us, uh, and or don't have the balls to do what must be done to get a bunch of false saviors through the comfort of an idolatrous election instead. All right, moving on. Joseph Krunow says, if Trump does not win the Republican nomination, the Republican president-elect should make Trump the next press secretary. Sell. <laughs> Sell. Dear God. No. That, uh, no. No. I hope Am you're I, just trying to make I, us I think laugh. We're, I think and, we're being trolled. Yes, yes, that's fine. Yeah, that's just, no. Next up, Cold Brew Stew says, COVID stand was founded on three irreducible lies. All other lies are derivative works. Number one, it's a novel coronavirus of unknown zoonotic origin. Bye. Sell or hold. Bye. Bye. Right on. Yeah. Number two, asymptomatic spread is greater than a negligible factor. The greatest canard right. of 2020 that led to all the lockdowns and everything else. Asymptomatic spread. Sure. Bye. And number three, trust in regime-approved testing to identify who's infected, therefore contagious. I will buy. And, and, and you may say, well, where's the jab? These are the things that they're, one, yeah. particularly number three, once you bought number three, that government w- would be the sole place to show you where the threat was, then it made it so much easier to assume that government would be the place to go to to know where your salvation was at the same time. Yeah, I'll buy. Who was that again? This was Cold Brew Stew. Excellent. Phenomenal analysis. Very well done. Next, we go to Jim Bear NJ. Kind of got into this last week. Top 10 college fight songs. All right, here this we go. Better be good. Yep, you bet. Number 10, Buckeye Battle Cry. So I went to, as you guys know, I, I grew up in Michigan. My junior high fight song at Jackson Park was the Notre Dame Victory March. And my high school fight song at Wyoming Rogers was the Buckeye Battle Cry. I have no idea why the Wyoming school district in Michigan chose to emulate Notre Dame and Ohio State for its fight songs. My high school football song was the University of Minnesota's high school football song. There you go. So, But I definitely think it belongs on the list. I'll buy. Somewhere in the top ten. Yeah, okay. I I can't even tell you what most of these fight songs are. Number nine, Wisconsin on Wisconsin. How Can you sing that for us, Todd? That is way too low. Way too low? Yes. Okay. I, it definitely belongs in the top 10, though, for sure. Uh, number eight, Texas. 
I don't know if they have a name for their dish. Well, are they going with the fight song or the eyes of Texas? Oh, probably the eyes of Texas. Okay. So if it's the eyes of Texas, then I'll buy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Number seven, Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, there's a very top tier of three. And then we could just, then I think there's another six or seven that clearly are in the top 10 that you could debate where they belong. But this would be on the list of the top 10. Sure. Navy anchors away. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. So, yeah. Bye. Yeah. Of course. Tennessee is personally my favorite fight song. I love Rocky Rocky Top. Top. Now, I don't think it's the actual fight song, though. Is it? That's true. But, but it's a, it's, it's tremendous. It's See, absolutely like, tremendous. It's in Wisconsin. By the, we got three. We've got on Wisconsin. We've got the Bud song, and we've got Jump Around. I mean, that's we all have our. But Rocky no, Top. Rocky Ro- Top is the fight song. It is the official fight I song. I think so. Okay. Yeah. It it's it's an incredible song, and so, actually, in my view, then the, there's a top tier of four, and Rocky Top is in it. So bye. Okay. Number four. If anything, U- too low. Number four, USC fight on. Wait, if anything, it, too low. I, I made the mistake the, last it, week. It, it's got the best fanfare, I think, which is the yeah. little part before the actual fan fight song, but I... that part is amazing. I love that one. That absolutely should be on the list, and it's... To me, we there's a top tier of four again, and we've done two of them. Rocky Top and Fight On are in that top tier. Army on Brave Old Army Team. The service... I would not put it that high. I, I'm fine with it being on the top 10, though, but I don't think it belongs in that first tier. It's a service academy. I'll keep it in there. Number two, Notre Dame, Victory March. See, now we're into the rest of my top tier. So, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Number one, Michigan, the Victors. It's the granddaddy of all fight songs. So, yeah. I mean, to me, the top tier, and you can put them in any order you want, but fight on, Rocky Top. No, I've got. I'm the victory, gonna have Rocky or, or Top the victors, stuck in my head for the rest of the day. And the Notre Dame Victory March, um, those four are okay in a class by themselves, in my view. Sounds good. Uh, Not Rocky a bad Top, list overall. You'll always oh, be boy. home sweet home to me. This is from Denethor 2024. Take a good look at that photo down there. Oh wow! This is the top five uh, ways you know you've been transported to an alternate dimension. Number one, your Twitter feed is full of Joel Osteen because Steve keeps liking and retweeting him. Oh, my gosh. Yes. On Wednesdays, Of course, this is what Denethor would tweet. uh, Number two, on Wednesdays, it's Buy, Sell, or Cry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. You like that book that you authored, Steve, my friend Mitch? Yikes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that on the stage or on the the picture. Uh, My friend Mitch. Number three, also on Wednesday, the prophet of joy and happiness, Daniel Horowitz, joins the show. This is good. It is. Yeah. This is my personal. This is Bizarro World. This is my personal favorite. Steve has blue hair, Aaron has green hair, and Todd has Bill's palsy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He gets me. You complete me. Number five, Steve keeps bragging about how many times he's spoken at CPAC. See, See, there's a reason they had to be in that order. Because if I did all those things, then that last yes. one would be would have come true. true. There's yes. a hierarchy of truth. Yes, there is. The brilliance of you of the symmetry here. This like this is the greatest pyramid since Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Very well done. That's very well done. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, next up, 
going to Chris B again, who says the NFL putting rules into place to make players safer actually makes the players more prone to injury. Uh, there is some truth to this, but the but not all injuries are created equal, right? Like they're not they're not facing hundreds of millions of dollars of lawsuits over you know hip replacements in my seventies, right? So now I'm not I'm not I don't like what they're doing, but. So I'm not arguing for it. I'm just saying, though, from a leg, from a legal exposure standpoint, not all injuries here are created equal. So yes, yeah, I will narrowly sell because I of Steve's premise. It's like there's stuff that they've cleaned up about going after players' knees. See, I I, I think that's actually more important than a lot of the head stuff. Now the head stuff just, the head stuff became just like instant replay. They just, they could not wield it. It's too much. Now you've got, obviously when you're coming in for tackles where people are moving this fast and shifting this quickly, you're going to have, you're going to have helmet contact that clearly is not intentional. And now they're just, Flag, you're out of the game because they they lock themselves in these arcane rules just like instant replay did, and common sense is out. We have more buy, sell, or hold. You bet. All right, we'll come back. Part de buy, sell, or Lindsay coming your way here in a matter of moments. Stay tuned. The truth, straight, no chaser. Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network. Following the truth, no matter where it leads. The Steve Day Show. Just saw this headline. Hampshire College, Smith College, and Mount Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts have extended their mask mandates indefinitely. And I just have to tell you, I'm ecstatic to see it. I mean, if you're dumb enough to go to these places and give them this kind of money, then... I mean, may they just work. This is where I, this is again where Paul says, throw that person out, that dude in the front row, sinning with his stepmom, throw him out. So the Satan will have his way with him. My my hope is that they just break you. Yeah. So that you'll realize what a lie and that you have fallen for, for the last 30 plus months. And probably on multiple other fronts for many months prior. You know what I'm saying? So clearly you're beyond being reasoned with. Clearly, you're so flaccid, docile, limp, weak that you couldn't possibly resist in any way, shape, or form. So I hope they break you. And I say that because I care about you. Because it's very clear all the other more merciful ways of reaching you aren't achievable. So now you must be broken. Did you say this is New Hampshire? It's in Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. I'm sorry. They have a Republican governor in Massachusetts. I mean, Massachusetts Republican governors. They're known to be of high quality. (laughs) 
Let's get back to buy, sell, or Lindsay. Brought to you by our friends over at Real Estate Agents I Trust in these unprecedented times. Bing. Dad, what was the, what the delayed what response? What was that? That was, let's try it again. In these unprecedented times. Bing. There we go. Uh, make sure you don't get into the real estate market without an agent who has a trusted, verified track record of success. You might be wondering, that sounds great, Steve. I wish I knew where to go to find that person. We know. We made it easy for you. Just go to the website, realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, realestateagentsitrust.com. Everybody listed there. We have vetted them. Otherwise, they wouldn't get listed. That's why we have a waiting list. Not everybody gets on automatically. We have to vet them. And a lot of times, we find out that these uh, agents come from this audience. So you know they're going to share your values as well. Uh, to get started, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Give us some basic info. Then our team will reach out to connect you with one of our preferred agents. Again, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Let's get back to buy, get back to some buy, sell, or Lindsay. The final time. We will do a live show in this studio, gentlemen. You ready? Let's go. Fire away, Aaron. Um, backing up one moment. I saw a tweet the other day. Somebody was like, you guys really need to explain where the Bing, I don't understand where the Bing comes on, uh, comes from with the uh, yes. unprecedented. It's not, it's I, not, so, it's not a special So story. during during the advent of lockdowns and COVID, everything was unprecedented, okay? And so I just kind of made a joke. You know, the, when I, you know, in these unprecedented times, I did it several days in a row doing this live read. And I'm like, hey, there you go. Hey, Todd, bang it. We, we checked the box. We got our reference to unprecedented times in on the show. And so we've just been doing that in the live read ever since. That's it. Yep. Fascinating. That's all there is. We're not any more clever than that. Um, Hammer says, in my opinion, from here on out, we'll never know for sure if our elections were on the up and up or are on the up and up. I could see this to some degree. Depends on what state you're in. Yeah, that's why I said to some degree. And that's why it is vastly important to be ahead outside the margin of cheating. Yep. Bye. Next, we go to Dacian memes for unvaccinated fiends who uh, has a buy-sell hold after Anna's segment yesterday. On the left, for those of you listening, we see some rando chick with rainbow hair oh with the caption, Steve's buttery, flavorful personality. <laughs> and we see some uh, very, let's say, serious looking chick on the right with black hair, normal looking, with the caption, Steve's desire to burn it all down. That chick, is this- th- th- that burn it all down chick is a smoke show. Um, that, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with her. Hi. All right. Burn it all down looks good on her. Stephen Barham says, a tactical nuke or electromagnetic pulse weapon will be set off in Ukraine and not by the Russians by the end of 2023. You mean like as a false flag operation? That's the way I took it. Okay. Um, I will. I could see like a terrorist group or somebody doing something like that. So, okay, I'll buy. Bye. Whatever weapon can be used that still allows you two to play a song there live, that, that will be accomplished. <laughs> Next, Jeremiah Peterson says DeSantis, well, the over under for points DeSantis wins Florida is 7.5. I mean, that, go back after he won by 40,000 votes and tell your 2018 yeah. self that we would go over on that as, a, as, a, as an over under for his reelect in four years, right? But well, do you think seven point five is the number, I, or would you set it at eight or nine and a half? I'm okay with. I mean, his on average, it's about an eight point RCP average right now. Yeah. But I would go over. 
I think it's going to be double digits. I do. Yeah. Next, C. Smith says Andor will be one of the highest rated series on Disney+. Plus. I got to tell you, I tried watching the first three episodes. I fell asleep in the middle of the second one, and I haven't gotten the gumption to go back and watch it yet. So maybe I'll buy on this later. But it was also like 4.30 in the afternoon, man. Okay. And it put me to sleep. So I got to sell right now. I'm not watching, um, but it's probably going to be. I mean, it's it's Disney+. Plus. What else is it competing against right now? That's also a valid point. She-Hulk. <laughs> uh, next, Steve says, it will be a while before Aaron goes without sunscreen again. Dude, <laughs> I am a straight... I'm a straight American man, not even 30 yet. I don't know what sunscreen even is. No. Sell. Sar Scream says, overall, the internet has done more harm than good for society or humanity. Sell. That's not to say that it has not done great harm. But the ability, if, 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 if an open source ability to disseminate information was not such a great threat. They wouldn't be trying to censor it and take it over and monopolize it. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And so I, I just think that is of, of preeminent importance to any form of liberty-based or Judeo-Christian-based society. So it has done some tremendous harm. I recognize that. But what it has done for the dissemination and the free flow of information, in my view, way outweighs that. So I'll sell. I'll buy. I, I, I don't disagree with Steve. And obviously, I wield it uh, to great effect, not just professionally, but uh, locally. I'll just tell you this. There's no way, no way we beat COVID stand without the Internet. Never happens. We're fully but, immersed in dark ages territory right now without the internet. But I don't, I don't also, how to get I don't know how to get data from Denmark. All the no, there's no way we beat them without it. No way. But I'm also not sure COVID stand happens. I think the internet is an anesthetizing tool in a lot of. In some ways, it's an anesthetizing tool for a Third Reich. Population. Third Reich didn't need the internet. No, I, but okay. I, I didn't say COVID stand. In particular. It is part of the reason why so many Karens uh, were created. I, I I go back and forth at this all the time, and I'm I get it. I, get I, it. I mean, I, yeah. I I don't think it's cut and dried, but I thought it far more interesting to make the other uh, argument. There are all manner of people now who live a life that belies what Mike Tyson said about. The internet, a bunch of people there who... Oh, iced tea. Right, it was yeah, an iced tea. It's conditioned a lot of people that uh, yeah, they that, could say yes. things that would have gotten a punch to the yes. mouth in the past. Yeah. Yes. And that's, I mean, from, I mean, look at the... And sooner or later, that jumped. Like like from bat to pig, that it really didn't happen. But that that disease, that virus, jumped and became the people, you know, the... The nanobots marching in the street, Antifa, things like that, burning it all down, cutting kids apart. So, but I think at the end of the day, the internet is 
like TV, which has been blamed for the devil. Uh, you know, it's an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. It's it's us. So it doesn't have to be this way. But so far, not so good. I cannot get Rocky Top out of my head, man. <laughs> there are Still far worse songs to not be able to get out of your head. Rattling around in my brain. Jake allegedly says, Ted Cruz has officially contracted terminal swamp virus. He's no longer capable of doing the right any good in the state. In, in the, the Senate, Senate, I should I'll say. Sell. I think that's going way too far. Yeah. I'll sell. It's going way too far. The next uh, writer says, by the end of Biden's term, he'll have the mad outburst that is typical of someone with dementia for all to witness. Haven't we already seen elements of that's, this? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, so I got to sell. I mean, you're too late, bro. Yeah, he was talking to a dead person. Yes. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, yes. All right. I'm, I'm through the ones that I selected. We got through 22 there. Uh, wow. Our friend uh, Sean Griffiths has a couple of lists for us. You ready for this? Oh, boy. This- right, before before we do that, let me pause and remind you about our friends at Tiger Coolers because it is tailgate season around the country. Went to Noah's JV game last night. He almost got um, a unnecessary roughness penalty last night. I was very proud. Uh, so if you uh, want to take advantage of Tiger Coolers, American-made lifetime warranty from a pro-American company. They're fans of the blaze, fans of the show. So they share your values. And they make pretty kick-ass coolers at the exact same time. They make great gifts, whether corporate gifts or just birthday, Christmas, any other holiday gifts. Uh, right now, TigerCoolers.com is where you can go. They can customize it for you, too. Like you want to put your kid on your, you know, in, in, a, in his uniform on your cooler, you know. Like my wife last night was wearing the Nord- or the the Noah uh, pin on her uh, on her shirt last night, to which he didn't like it, but I told him it's mom and she can do what she wants. TigaCoolers.com, T-A-I-G-A, TigaCoolers.com. Use the promo code Steve to get 10% off. Tiger T-A-I-G-A, TigaCoolers.com, promo code Steve for 10% off. We begin with weak Republican rap names. Oh, boy. The first one up, Tim Scott, DJ uh. Doolittle, Doolittle, lol. DJ Doolittle, popular lyric, the other side is going all out. They're going for the knockout. They want to end us, no doubt, but we need to let this play out. Now, the lyric is a lot better than the name. The lyric will get me to buy because the lyric's very well done, actually. Remember, that's what he said after the raid on Mar-a-Lago. We got to let this thing play out. Remember that? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I made some national headlines for blasting him about that, actually. Oh, was that the line? Okay. I mean, I remember you blasting him. I don't... Okay. That's good. Uh, Marco Rubio is up next. His rapper name is Am Nasty. (laughs) Top lyric. I take one sip, two sips, three sips, four. I leave my people thirsty and wanting more. Just take a look at my Liberty score. (laughs) (laughs) That might actually be a little unfair to Marco. His Liberty score is not great. It's not terrible. But it's not terrible. Last I checked, it was like in the 70s. I like like the spirit of this, But but I love the spirit of it, and the lyric is, maybe better appropriated to another senator, but it's so strong that I will buy. Bye. Ted Cruz. Oh, no. Aid Meh Barak. Popular lyric. No. Forget mandates. I'm worried about Ukraine. Money printer go burr, so we're going to make it rain. The swamp's not so bad. I don't need a drain. It's more important to focus on my campaign. Tough but fair. I can't. I got to. I can't. I have to sell. I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't get there yet. I'm disappointed, <laughs> but I'm, I can't get there yet. 
uh, Liz Cheney, her name, is Representative Umbridge. Top lyric. Nice. All the folks in Wyoming hating on me, but at least I got my 15 on the TV. I don't know why they, they expected more. I was always just a political whore. Oh, stuck the landing there at the end. Muy bien. I like. I like it a lot. It's called Jerry. Like a good horror reference. Uh, I feel... Oh, that just went, became a that meme. That just became a meme. I feel like... Hey, I threw in reference. You're lucky I didn't... Leave. I left that word out. Then we would have really been in trouble. All right? Yes. I, I think we've done this one before, actually. Dan Crenshaw, Patches McCain, top lyric. My political views are as clear as my depth perception. And my whole career is one big mass deception. That is ruthless. That is, a, yeah. I'm not comfortable. Comfortable ragging on things people either were born with or happened to them because of something they did in the line of duty. All right. It's very well written, though. Very well written, but not comfortable with it, so I will sell. Um, we've got three minutes left. Want to do one more? This is the... Uh, Sure. Dude code, 10 commandments. Okay. Better stick the landing on this one. All right. Number 10, thou shalt provide for and protect your family and be ready and willing to defend all that is good and holy. Bye. Oh, that's just 10? Okay, yeah. bye. I'm anxious, Indeed, I'm anxious to see what the other yeah. nine are. Yeah. Number nine. Well, I'm doing this in descending order, even though he wrote it out in ascending okay. order. Uh, number nine, thou shalt not covet leftist crazy Karens and shall talk a dude down from them too. No, the last part for sure. I yes, mean, yes, bye. the last yeah. one for sure, yeah. Number eight, thou shalt not notice or comment on another dude's fashion choices unless it pertains to commandment number seven, which is thou shalt not wear a Speedo outside of a high-level com- competitive uh, swimming. Bye. I'll sell. You can comment if you're ragging on them. That's a great point. So sell. Yes. If it is to insult them, then yes. by all means, you may comment all you would like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Or if it's like your grandpa saying to you, young man, that's sharp as a tack. That suit yeah, looks good. Right. Then it's okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so sell. Number six, remember fall Saturdays to keep them football and plan events for a bye week. Bye. Sell. Bye. Number five, thou shalt master the art of grilling and never cook a steak past medium rare. Medium is acceptable if requested by your wife. Bye. Oh. This is taking a little, <laughs> little longer than it should, Steve. <laughs> All right. Bye. Uh, I, I, one medium rare and medium can if restaurant to restaurant can vary. So a lot of times now I just tell them how I want it to look. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't tell them that I just tell them how I want it to look. I remember the first year I started working for you, I ragged on you for saying something like uh, succulent pink or something like that. <laughs> uh, number four, thou shalt offer maximum distance and minimal conversation in public bathrooms. Uh, hard buy. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh a definite buy. Yeah, buy. yeah, definite Drives buy. Drives me nuts. Yes. Number three, thou shalt not ride on a motorcycle with another dude, also known as uh, Riding Lindsay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, two dudes should not be sharing a crotch rocket. I agree. Bye. Thou shalt exaggerate about dudes in front of their wives and women and children, but do the opposite with when with the other dudes. So you're building them up when they're in front of their family. Oh, I hear you. Tearing them down. When okay. They, All right. I can hear okay. you. All right. Bye. bye. And number one, thou shalt not cry except for the death of a loved one or some sports movies. I can think of a couple of other reasons. Yeah, me too. Although the spirit of it, I agree. But I, it's so. too harsh. All right. Next time you see us, it'll be in a brand spanking new studio, we hope. Enjoy the long weekend. We'll see you all again on Monday. Until then, John 317. 
This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.